Before we jump into this episode, let's hear from Brian and Concerts That Made Us podcast. Wait, so you like concerts, podcasts, and music, and you don't listen to Concerts That Made Us podcast? Oh man, you're missing out. You've got to head over there straight away. They have interviews with the best up-and-coming bands, as well as some famous ones thrown in the mix too. And don't even get me started on the concert stories. Oh man, are they wild. That's Concerts That Made Us podcast. New episodes every Thursday on all podcast players. I am Matthew Thomas. This is Super Cool Radio. Got a great guest with me at this time. Originally born in Albania, currently living in Boston. Recently released her debut EP entitled Dark Matter. Please welcome Merlin. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Thank you so much for hanging out with me here on Super Cool Radio. I don't uh, interview too many pop musicians, so it's uh, nice to change up a little bit and uh, chat with you today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. I'm I'm so excited. A little nervous, but more excited. <laughs> no, no, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's all in fun. Not like we had a huge game show coming up that I just discussed in about uh, two minutes oh. ago. <laughs> no, no high bar or anything. <laughs> so, uh, I know most of the country got hit with a huge snowstorm. I live in Indiana in the Midwest, and we got buried in snow last night. So uh, how, how are you doing in Boston? Well, we got a huge snowstorm last weekend, and we're still <laughs> feeling recovering. it. Um, yeah, recovering, getting our parking spots back. <laughs> That's always fun. Do you know what we do around here? It's like you have to get like a chair or a bucket or something, and then just just like save your spot. Which is like, it's nice to have your spot saved, but also like, poor anyone else who tries to park in your area the whole day. <laughs> Just go around and around trying to find parking. But what can you do? <laughs> I, Chicago does that same thing too. I've, I've driven around in the wintertime in Chicago and there's, there's like chairs and like, I saw one person had a grill. It was, it's like any <laughs> random stuff. <laughs> Even though I would use the grill. I'd be cooking in the street, but that's just me. <laughs> that's uh, maybe maybe it was like he got a new one, and he's like, you know what? <laughs> Something that somebody might take, might not take. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? Are you guys okay? You guys, you said you got hit last night. That's pretty yeah, recent. We, did, uh, we got uh, we got about ten inches from um, pretty much from this morning to like late last night. It was about ten inches of snow, so. It, it's fun. I, I haven't left the house, so I'm okay. <laughs> I don't blame you. I wouldn't have either. <laughs> I tried not to. <laughs> the one thing I hate is I don't have a garage for my car, so like I always have to dust it off of snow. And it's like I want a garage because it just it, it sucks. It sucks having to having to uh, dust your car off every time you want to use it. 
That's so true. And if you don't have a starter too, and you have to like go outside and like, <laughs> I go and like, I have designated flip flops so I can like run outside and then run back in <laughs> until it gets warm. I'm not going to stay in there. <laughs> designated flip flops. That's solid. That's solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, the remote starts helped. I, I, I drive an O3 and I don't have a garage, so I don't have anything. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> maybe. You know what? maybe maybe the flip flops now. Maybe that'll be a decent tip. <laughs> I'll get designated flip flops instead. There you go. <laughs> um, we're off to a fun start. This is gonna be fun. I can already feel. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good vibe. <laughs> uh, so uh, obviously, I'm chatting with uh, Merlin here. I know I did see. I, I was reading up on your bio. Do people ask actually ask if that's your real name? Yes. Oh my gosh constantly like and the, well to be fair i used to use a, a pseudonym for my last name on facebook and i convinced like my whole like about 70 percent of my graduating class that that was my real last name so one time i'm in class and i'm talking to one of my best friends and you know she's like how do you spell your last name and i'm spelling it out for her and somebody like from the front of the class turns around they're like wait a minute that's not your real last name and i'm like <laughs> like so it's something i get constantly i just confuse people all over the place plus you know like first day of school when when the teachers would call out they'd be like looking around for a boy and it'd just be like little me it's like it's i'm a female thank you very much <laughs> i still get mail it's like mr merlin and i'm like thank you appreciate it <laughs> oh that's good that's good uh yeah <laughs> Well, I, I I never really met anyone named Merwin, so I thought it was like gender neutral anyway with, with that with what I was thinking. But I guess like with the TV show Merwin, I guess that was a dude, so I guess that's what kind of people assume. But I never really thought yeah. that until we started talking about it. That and then like I, of course, but the substitute teachers were my favorite. They, they the first thing that they would do is like oh like the magician. So then I just started doing this like weird little hand thing. Now I'm like yeah yeah Merlin like the wizard is my wand. Yeah here you go. I know whole joke. We got it. <laughs> Just beat everyone to the chase, and then we can really start to con to converse. <laughs> yeah, you you already knew ahead of time. Like, yeah, this is what we're, yeah, this is what we're going with, aren't we? <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, okay, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I, I just had to talk about it because I saw that in your bio. You know, because like the first line I was reading in your bio was like, "Yes, this is my real name." So, <laughs> yeah. I just, I like have to get it out of the way. Cause, and, and not only that, but then I've gotten like variations of my name, like, so like Maryland, Mar Maryland. And then like someone's just called me like Mary. And I'm like, where? There are so many letters missing. Are you even trying? <laughs> but it, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, there's not even an A in that. Come on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I've gotten to the point where I appreciate it for what it was. You know, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I can, I can <laughs> with that stuff. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so I was so I was reading up on you as I said with the bio joke that I started with. Uh, <laughs> so you uh, born in uh, Albania, you lived in Germany, and then you moved to uh, America, Boston, um, when you were seven years old. So what was like your mm -hmm. exposure to music in uh, Albania and Germany? So, well, first of all, my cult, the you know where I was born and the culture that I was raised in, music's 
the whole thing, you know, like you should see us at weddings. You've got the uncle leading like a whole line of people dancing. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. Um, and, you know, music's a big part of my culture. And but because we, you know, moved to Germany and then, you know, moved to the States, you know, my parents took very good care of the things that they had. They kept very few things and what they did keep was very important to them. And some of the only things that they took with them besides, you know, clothing and maybe photos would be their CDs. I swear they were kept in like mint condition. I could like never open them or touch them. There were so they're, they're still unwrapped. I'm like these, you know what we're going to now at this point, we're just going to save them because you never know. <laughs> but they're, you know, I just remember some of them, like they would just like play their favorites. And then, you know, we'd, whenever the music channel was on, it would just, and that's the thing in Europe too. Um, the music channels, they play like, they'll play current music. And then they'll play old, like older songs too. So it was always like a mix of different things. Um, and then, yeah, it just kind of carried me through coming here, you know, because there was a while that obviously I couldn't speak English in the beginning. And, you know, I, I like, I, I would try to like watch MTV, but my parents wouldn't let me. <laughs> so I would put on the country music channel. <laughs> and then I'd watch like Shania Twain. <laughs> And I remember like, man, I feel like a woman. And then I would just like learn like English from that. And then eventually, I, like, you know, when, my, when mom would be like, go out grocery shopping, I'm like, MTV it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> uh, I, I was the same way growing up. Like, oh, mom and dad are here. Yeah, I can watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, in Russia, like they would learn English by listening to the Beatles. And which is kind of funny, like, you know, um, like listening to music and like learning language from it. So like, uh, Paul McCartney was talking about that he met a Russian official and, and the guy walks up to him and goes, hello, goodbye. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you know, you know the from, from the Beatles song, so that's what it was. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> it's funny because a lot of uh, Albanians too, like that, that are in, still in Albania, they'll, that's what they'll, you know, they'll learn a lot of Spanish, Italian you know, English, of course, like from, from songs as well. So it's really interesting to see like, you know, and, and there obviously some people can learn languages faster, but it's always, it's always funny to think like, you know, you catch on to a song and then you try to figure out the, you know, and then it becomes this whole thing. And then you like literally end up learning something and you never know when you'll be able to use that, which is so cool. Hello. Goodbye is very useful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Or just, or just put them together in one sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you get you get the whole point then. <laughs> exactly. And throw in an outro. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> real, real quick, simple to the point. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so for you, so how did you get started as a musician? What was kind of the um, the steps you took to become a musician? Well, it's been, it's been quite a journey. Um, you know, when I was watching Shania Twain, <laughs> that was the beginning of my inspiration. And I remember um, I, I would write. I've been writing since I was like nine years old. Um, I used to have like booklets. And like, that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't like write like full, like some of them would, I would think they were full songs, not realizing, you know, how to write a song. And, but there would be like little poems and hooks and couple two liners and everything. And, and there was like, you know, it's funny because like Taylor released, you know, the 10 minute version of her song, right? That's definitely what my songs were like 10 minute versions of just rants, like me thinking I'm writing a song. It's just like, <laughs> this whole thing. I'm not like, would like scribble in the like sides and everything. Um, and, it, but it was just always something that like, you know, I was like, I want to do this, you know, like, this is like everything to me about it made sense. 
but you know, being a first generation immigrant, being the eldest and the, you know, like I have a younger brother, I have to do the right thing and make my parents happy. And, you know, and I love them. And of course I want to make them happy, but you know, it took me a little bit to realize that I can only do that by truly being happy myself, which is why I'm, you know, pursuing the music and everything. But fast forward, you know, all the teenage drama <laughs> and basically I just, you know, I got to the point where I was auditioning for the voice. Um, I got all the way to New York and I ended up missing that audition fun fun um you know and i was like walking back like i started to get all sad <laughs> and then i had a moment where like i just i looked up and i saw it was like graffiti on the wall like every little thing is going to be all right and that was the line from three little birds that my dad used to whistle to my mom all the time and like you know whenever she got all panicky he'd be like you just like whistle it and like kind of like like it's all right like everything's fine um so it was kind of like a moment of clarity and then right then and there like it's kind of like i saw like a fork in the world like you can either go home be depressed about this like let this turn into some big thing and you know maybe even fall off of everything that you want to do or just go home and take the what, what's the next step what's the next thing you can do um and the first thing i thought of was this studio that i had kept my my eye on for a little while um so i went home like, I actually, I went back to my hotel room, enjoyed my night in New York, <laughs> and then I went home, <laughs> reached out to the studio, and it just, like, now I'm like, I can't even imagine if I hadn't done that. And now everything's progressed to where I've met different people and made different friends, and, like, the person who picked up the phone that day is, like, now one of my best friends. Like, it's so strangely beautiful <laughs> everything worked out um, and now I'm out here releasing music. <laughs> <laughs> It's really cool that, like, you know, obviously you, you missed you missed an opportunity, you know, obviously missing the voice, but it also allowed you to, you know, uh, open open another opportunity that you took. So it's kind of interesting, you know, stuff like, unfortunately, everything doesn't work out the way we want it to, but then we have other opportunities that you, that you can seize. So it's kind of funny how life works like that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's, I feel like we're taught, like, you know, if you fail too many times, you should just give up or, you know, and, and it's easy to get into those ways just because you get sometimes you just get tired but those failures i i now i'm starting to realize that they're really just kind of like redirections like that didn't work but you learn something from that that's going to be used going on and yeah i mean just just turning turning my mood around in that moment was kind of like a reminder even for you know if there's a moment where i'm feeling down it could be like hey remember that like remember that and that can happen again and in ways that you can't even imagine so and i couldn't have imagined all this so just it helps to keep the faith <laughs> exactly and i know um when i started doing this i had people saying that you know waste my time and all this stuff when i started my podcast and stuff and now i'm kind of happy where i am with everything so it's just kind of funny like you know if, if you don't take the chances that the stuff you want to do then you're just then you are wasting your life exactly exactly i mean yeah no i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the perfect example for it <laughs> but it's okay because everything happens the way it's supposed to um and it just it helps you build a foundation so strong that no matter what happens you can always rebuild so <laughs> exactly and honestly the, the biggest takeaway i do like from when i do this stuff and i, I and um and music and everything is that you should be having fun it's, it should be the stuff you want to do because if you're not having fun if it's the stuff you don't want to do then there's no point in doing it 
exactly exactly and it's and it's actually turned into this thing for me where like i can kind of feel it in my body like if i feel like i'm dragging myself to do something and yes there are some things that you have to do you know like no one wants to go to the rmv we all drag ourselves to the rmv <laughs> but you know there when, when it feels like if i'm you know dragging myself to do things that you know like a day in day out then you know it's not worth it it's not worth it and that's not to say that there's not something to learn from everything but you know it's like then it's time to try to check in and be like hey what is this that i really want and see how you can go from there so Exactly. And I, I kind of see like, um, you know, obviously, because I, I go to shows, I make appearances and stuff for Super Cool Radio, but I, I don't mind doing that. You know, sometimes it gets boring traveling and all that stuff. But if I feel like I'm dragging to make content, then I got to mm-hmm. take it. Because like, that's kind of the internal fun part that I like to do. And if I'm not feeling it, then I don't push myself to do it. Exactly, exactly. And, and you, you notice it, you know, in, in the beginning, if you're feeling it, it's one thing. But when you're, you realize it's a consistent thing, you're like, okay, <laughs> time to reassess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got to take a break and just because then you come back better to me. If, you, if you're just pushing along, then you're just you're not caring as much. You're just kind of throwing it out there to say, all right, I'm done. I'll go do something else. And instead of like actually, you know, putting the proper effort into something. Exactly, exactly. And you keep your authenticity by that, too. And, and that's the other thing, too. I think people need, you know, people want to see people be like, hey, like, I'm at my best when X, Y, Z, you're honoring yourself. And by you honoring yourself, it inspires somebody else. And it just ripples out in like the best way. So. Oh, definitely. And people really pick up on that. If you're uh, like the like the dances on TikTok, I've noticed a lot is like, it looks very fake. And like, you know, it doesn't look very genuine and fun. <laughs> So like, I, I don't, you know, obviously pay attention to that kind of stuff. But like when you do something that's actually authentic, people really do notice and pick up on it. I agree. I agree. And that's the stuff that, yeah, that's true. And then that's, that's how you see all these people come to be. I think that, you know, the ones that really just give their all. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I personally am not about the dances, so I'm just not going to do it. It's okay. <laughs> exactly. I was talking to someone about social media and stuff, and you know, he's talking about the different content you can make and stuff. He's like, if you want to do dance on TikTok, you can, but I don't recommend it. I'm like, well, I can't dance, so that's okay. <laughs> that's fine by me. There's so many things that you can do. and Honestly, there are people who just dance badly, and that's perfect because they're still honoring themselves. They're like, exactly. I want to dance, but I can't do it. It's okay. <laughs> but, you know, my point is, like, uh, if you, if you want to do something, go for it and do it. Now, if you're doing stuff that come off as fake, because unfortunately on social media, it's fairly easy to fake stuff and make, you know, make it look like that's actually you and it's really not. So if you want to do something genuine, go for it. I'm all for art and creativity and stuff. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> but we're talking about art and creativity. I got to talk about uh, Dark Matter, your EP that was released in November. Uh, how was it writing and recording the tracks for the EP? <sighs> that was interesting because all of that took place during quarantine. So that was that, I mean, and it was, which is interesting. And I didn't, you know, when I, when I titled this, you know, it was something that I had an idea beforehand and it's part of something bigger, but it really did turn out to be this like dark time that kind of illuminated everything else, which is ironic. Um, it's, I find with this EP and these tracks that there's so many levels to it in my life that I'm like, Oh, interesting. <laughs> like subconsciously like connecting with myself through this. Cool. Um, it was, it was kind of hard though, you know, cause you had to, we all had to pivot, you know, what, what's the new ways of doing things and, you know, tracks before had all been done in person and flushed out in person. 
And what I like more about this is it kind of pushed me to go more into like, you know, not letting so much of it be edited in a sense, like having it be just letting myself kind of flow. And really by the time that it got to everybody else, there was not much to be done, just kind of fill in a blank here. And then just when, when we recorded them, we recorded them rapid fire. Um, and it was just kind of like a flow, which is so cool to think about now. Um, cause we had to, you know, we had to do it within a time span cause everyone had to get tested and you couldn't be, you know, you couldn't see anyone in between just all, we took all the precautions, which was, it was nice to, at least at that, by the time that we got everything recorded to have some sort of procedures in place, some sort of options. We made it work, did the same thing for the music video, which, which everyone did incredible. We like banged it out in a couple of hours. It was this whole thing. Um, I just, looking back now, I'm like, you know, and like things are still going on in the world, but there's so many more options and, you know, everyone's kind of used to everything now, but looking at how all of it played out to like this moment, I'm just like, I don't even know how we did it. <laughs> so I, I remember like the day it came out, I was like, oh, finally, <laughs> like just, it got done. It's like real. Cause there comes a point where like, I'll, you know, you're waiting for everything to come out. And I'm like, what if it just like, didn't show up? Like, what if it just, it doesn't work? Like, <laughs> like especially the first time I released a song, that's exactly, that was like my biggest panic. And I'm like, Roland, calm down. Just <laughs> that, that is so relatable. Like when that, you know, when I released my stuff, I actually scheduled it for a wrong day. I said it was one day and then I actually scheduled it for a wrong day. So like that is super relatable with, with the stuff like with releasing music and podcasts and all that stuff. Like that's a genuine fear. I'm not I that is I'm first person to actually say that, but like when I'm talking in an interview, but totally relate to that. Thank you, because I feel like no one's ever said that to me before. And I'm like, but it's like like what if what if you just that's why I triple check all my like stuff. I'm like, no no no, like everything's fine, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, I totally agree on that. But yeah, the, the, the whole stuff, especially like like last year, everything was kind of touch and go with stuff, and, and no one really had, no one really figured out everything uh, with you know pandemic and everything, like the steps you should take. Now I think as the year wrapped up and into this year, people got a better understanding of it. There's better you know uh, procedures in place. But like early twenty, like end of twenty twenty, early twenty twenty one. It, it was not much like, um, you know, for like, hey, what should we do? How should we do this? So to actually like get through, record everything, make a music video during that time uh, is very, very impressive. And honestly, I really love listening to it. So I, I very much enjoy it. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. I just, I, knowing what happened behind the scenes and what it took to get everything out, like I wholeheartedly appreciate that. I know the whole team does. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was nerve wracking and it's funny cause we, we went above and beyond on things now that like people just let like, they're like, oh, it's okay. And granted things have changed. Um, but still, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how we got to this point, but I am so grateful. <laughs> well, when I notice with your music, like I, I don't listen to a whole lot of pop. I mostly, uh, you know, like rock metal and uh, punk music was what I listened to. But what I noticed with yours, it has like a groove to it you know it's actually like uh it's got a vibe and a groove and it, it keeps your attention like when you're when you're really listening to it because there's some pop music that all kind of sounds the same you've thrown a lot of different stuff with you know throughout your music it's it's basically an amalgamation of everything that i am <laughs> it's i've thrown in i've tried to keep in you know the albanian culture but also like not making it too you know what i mean i wouldn't want it to be like 
not that I don't want to make an Albanian song or make strictly Albanian music, but you know, that's a very specific type of song. Um, and it was kind of like spicing everything in there and just kind of taking everything that I loved. And, you know, growing up, I had, I feel like I've had a phase for every type of music. Like I told you about the country thing. And then, then we went on to like my screamo phase. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I've been all over the place. It was like good, like, like, house music i don't even i don't now you should see my playlist no no one wants to play it like on their car because they're just like really i don't know what's gonna happen next like you'll be listening to like the sad song and then it'll just hear like screamo and it's just like (laughs) but i try i try to pepper it in and you know some tracks like lean more in one way and lean more in the other and maybe it's evident in others more than you know but (laughs) i'm glad it's noticeable (laughs) It's it's a great blend of like different styles to you know to obviously you know make the music your own and have your own uh, spin on it and that's what I really enjoyed because like they're all kind of different like all three songs are they're all kind of different but they also have like your kind of signature to it. Thank you. I'm glad. It, it, it that's I think that's one of the hardest things. Like um, it's like really kind of trying to find your sound and of course like you know it still evolves with time. Um, but I think that's one of the things that I was most nervous about. I mean, you don't want to sound like anybody else, but you're also like, who do I sound like? You know, it's an experimental phase. So, um, I'm glad there's some cohesion there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's so hard nowadays, especially like as the years go on to not sound sort of similar to somebody or like, honestly, there's some bands who just sound blatantly like other bands, but it's so hard because there's so much music, you know, like just going back you know years and decades that it's hard not to you know uh, either uh incorporate other elements from different people or to kind of sound similar to others that's so true that's so true and a lot of it is based off like you know what your what your tone is you know and all that stuff and then you know and then it's just we're you know we we're so influenced in general and you know our whole lives we've had like all this social media so maybe if somebody has you know kind of lived under a rock and never listened to anything else and then created music maybe would it be we could say it's completely original um but that's so true i mean we are we are all made up of all the influences that we that we had most important to us so yeah i love that <laughs> yeah exactly like, uh, in, like i even for other stuff like outside of music like i'm i'm inspired by different like filmmakers and other podcasters mm-hmm. youtubers so it's all cool just kind of the influences you take and the, and the stuff is like to me it's not really taking for somebody if you put your own spin on it be like okay this is what this person did but i can do this and this will fit better with my own style like you can get ideas from different people and that's what i love about it is because you never really know when like inspiration or ideas were going to come from mm-hmm. exactly uh, no exactly that's and and the other thing is like something that you know somebody else does you know it might give you the idea but it doesn't you know maybe it doesn't really work for them and then that was kind of like the whole purpose of that you know but they inspired people which is so cool yeah and that's actually with the thing with my music like a lot of my favorite songs that i've that i've come out with like i'll be driving and it'll just like i'll just like hear it in my head like it like dead silence and i'll just hear it and i'm like where did that come from (laughs) (laughs) that's always cool experiences where you're not even doing anything related and then you get an idea in your head you know for music or lyrics or anything you're like you know what i gotta save this i gotta write this down i have to you know somehow you know remember this and then you know obviously apply to what you're working on especially like if you're um if you're like stuck on something, you walk away, you take a break, and then boom, it hits you. Like, oh, okay, these are all the ideas. I, this is what I was looking for. This is what I got to do. 
Exactly. And that's, that's a tough point too, especially when you're like, okay, like I really, I really want to flush this out. You're trying to focus, but sometimes you, like you said before, like you can't force it. But then the moment you kind of release that expectation from yourself, you walk away, you're doing something else. Everything kind of clicks into place, which is so cool. For sure. For sure. And I, I'm, so I'm curious for you. So like, what is your writing process? Like, how do you, how do you build the song? Do you start with the music lyrics? What do you do? So, you know, I have a practice where I try to write every, every day, kind of, I try to do it first thing in the morning, you know, before whatever happens through the day influences me. Um, and it, I kind of do like a free write practice. Um, and you know, there are moments that actually the, the, there was an original hook for IOU that later transformed into what it is now. But you know, if it wasn't for that, it wouldn't have inspired, you know, the rest of it. Um, so that things usually come out like that, but honestly, just doing that practice, I feel like gets my mind going because then I'll go on to my day. I'll be walking, cleaning something, you know, just like doing something. And then the rest of it will kind of pop into place. Um, but I do, I've saved a lot of, uh, like recordings on my phone. <laughs> I have like over 500 recordings on my phone and I try to like go through and, you know, like the delete little blurbs and stuff like yep. that, that I'm like, okay, this, I turned this into this, so I don't need this anymore. And still I end up with like hundreds of voice notes. It's, it's the best way for me to do it because you know, like you, you want to catch the song, the melody and everything. So you're like, okay, I gotta get this right now before I lose it. <laughs> um, so for me, I think it's like a mix because you know, I, I can go through there, pick my favorites, and then sometimes they'll correspond. Sometimes, you know, if I try to put two, you know, pieces together that don't mix, and then I'll flush out the rest of the songs, it's kind of all over the place. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit like me, eclectic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just always curious, like, when, when I talk to, you know, people who write, the, you know, songwriters and musicians and stuff, but kind of just, like, where they start, and it's kind of cool with you, you kind of just start wherever with stuff and whatever you're feeling, which I think that's awesome. It's pure creativity. But this is something that happens to me. I don't know if this happens to you. Like if you're thinking of something throughout the day and you don't get it, you know, so you go to bed and then you wake up at like three or four in the morning and they're like, okay, here's like, I finally got my idea. This is what I want. What I've been doing is like, I'll, I'll write it in my phone. I'll make a note for myself. It's like, this is the ideas I have. I was, do you have any similar experiences when that happened to you? Yes, but it doesn't always work out the way that I want it to because have, you know when you like wake up and you're not fully awake and like in my head I'm writing I'm like this makes total sense and in the morning I'm like there's definitely some words missing here because <laughs> this is not a complete thought <laughs> but I have gotten some incredible ideas and saved some incredible like just inspirations from that <laughs> but I do find that like if I if I ask myself a question or if I'm needing like kind of like work something in the background of my head the answer does come eventually, whether it's, you know, later on in the day when I'm not paying attention or, you know, a couple of days or in the middle of the night. Um, I usually find with, at least within a week I get my, and then if otherwise, like I'll realize that I kind of just need to let go of that idea and then something completely new kind of falls together. So that's just kind of getting out of my own way. <laughs> that's a good point though, like self when, um, because sometimes you're, you're trying to make something work and then you realize yeah, this is not the best idea, but this could exp in, uh, inspire something else. I think that you kind of have to know like where to pursue an idea and where to go. This isn't, this isn't really what I'm feeling or what I want. So that's an interesting, you know, kind of decision to make. Exactly. And I mean, that's the thing with, um, you know, if you think about all the, you know, artists when they record in the studio, I mean, they're recording, they're writing and recording maybe like 
60 tracks, 80 tracks, something like that, and like picking their best ones. And basically, it's the same process, you know, they maybe have more time to flush it out, more people to write with them. So, you know, kind of get full songs and work from there. But it's the same thing for me. And if something doesn't flow, and I can't make something fit with that being said, I really try not to kind of delete or, you know, you just never know. I mean, there are definitely some ideas that are just not full. <laughs> I'm like that, that can, that, there's definitely a better way for that but you know for for big chunks of things like just because i don't find somewhere for something to fit in the moment doesn't mean it can't inspire something else down the line so. oh yeah definitely like i i always save my ideas no matter if i can work with them or not because you never know later on you even years later like oh you know what this would be perfect for you know what i'm doing now it just it's so interesting that's why i like never throw out any of your ideas because you never know when you might need them I agree. I agree. Do you remember how I said that when I was younger, I used to write, I made the mistake of my teenage drama years of like getting all pissed off one day and just like ripped up my notebooks. And now literally it's something that I think about all the time. I'm like, I wish I had those notebooks, not because I'm trying to write tracks off nine year old me, but just to like see, you know, see how my mind was working and see, you know, just kind of see that progression. Um, so if anybody out there don't don't rip up your work <laughs> exactly even it's just funny to see like the the evolution of yourself like you know from when you're writing you know from your nine years old to your teenagers you are currently it just it's so cool because people evolve with this stuff you don't think you know exactly the same when you were a kid obviously so it's just cool to see like just how your mind progresses exactly exactly yeah it's it's always going to be in the back of my mind but i gotta let it go <laughs> i can't come back now <laughs> yeah, fortunately you have to but yeah, no, it's always good so never throw out ideas learn from Merlin. don't throw out yes. ideas <laughs> <laughs> all right so we've come to the part of the show uh that is the game for <laughs> radio and uh, you've picked hall of famer or not now, no pressure. My last guest, uh, they got 100% on this. So no pressure. No pressure, right? Yeah. <laughs> no uh, pressure. I will list either 10 musicians or solo acts, and you have to tell me if they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or not. Let's rock and roll. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. So the first one is Chuck Berry. Yes. You're all right. Wee! <laughs> Off to a good start. 100% so far. <laughs> All right, the second one is Rage Against the Machine. No. You're right. Oh, yay. <laughs> they were nominated like three times, but they're not in. That's what I figured, yeah. All right, um, I hope, uh, let's see, let's see if you're familiar with this band. I hope you are. Uh, it is uh, Iggy and the Stooges. I want to say yes. Is there a final answer? Oh, I don't know. I hate when people do that. <laughs> I'm like, is it a trick? Is it a hint? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to go with my instinct. I'll just, yeah. <laughs> well, you're all right. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Currently, oh, my God, my heart. <laughs> batting 100% right now. Oh, I got to take a This is not alcohol, people. This is uh, orange soda. So just in case YouTube gets confused. <laughs> I don't, I don't drink alcohol, so it's always soda. <laughs> All right, uh, nine Inch Nails. No. Uh, not correct. No, they actually are. Oh, okay. okay. I was surprised. I was surprised. And I don't, 
I wouldn't necessarily, uh, you know. That's what say, I was thinking. Yeah, no. Yeah. And, they had, and they had to get in because um, it's 25 years after you release an album, so they had to get in like very recently because their first time I think yeah. it was in '94 or something like that. So they had to get in like first ballot, which kind of surprised me. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I just yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It's like they're more recent, but hey, I'm not doing bad. <laughs> no, you're doing three or four. That's pretty good. Right, so, uh, the MC5. Yes. No, they're not in the Hall of Fame. They should be. No, okay. One of, one of the most legendary punk bands ever. They should be. But yeah. Oh, well. All right. We're going to turn this around. So, uh, Judas Priest. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'm doubting my own instincts. <laughs> I'm just going to say no. <laughs> You're correct. Wee! <laughs> they should be, though. They. Talk, talk no, a lot of these. Metal band. A lot of these bands are incredible. I just <laughs> well, it, it's I should all, know this though. <laughs> I didn't know honestly. If I wasn't doing research on this for a bit, I probably wouldn't know like half of these. <laughs> Our Radiohead. Oh, yes. You're right. Oh my god! I was going to say I would be deeply upset if they were. <laughs> <laughs> Love Radiohead. Okay. Woo. <laughs> All right, Billy Joel. Yes. You're right. Okay. I was like, that's another one. <laughs> Our roll. Our two two remaining. Uh, we got Motorhead. I want to say no, but they're so good. Yeah, they are good, and they should be. And you are correct. Unfortunately, for this. <laughs> Especially when when Lemmy passed away, like that should have been already in the Hall of Fame anyway. Yeah. Alright, last one. Iron Maiden. Oh. I I really don't know. I'm gonna say no. I really don't know. Well you're correct. You do know. Oh okay. <laughs> I guess I'm where I do know. Eighty <laughs> percent. That is Hey, that's good. I, I will, that's not too bad. That's no, not that, too bad. I honestly didn't think I would get 80%, so I think I'm just going to pat myself on the back of that one. <laughs> well, congratulations. They're, they're, uh, all the points are made up, and it really doesn't matter, but <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. And you even tried to trip me up, so glad I went with my instinct. <laughs> that's right. Well, I, I have to be that game show host. And go, are you sure about that? <laughs> Do you want to use your call? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be funny. I don't know how that would work, but that would be funny. Get like that would life, be funny. <laughs> like like, uh, like uh, you know those, uh, those lifelines. Like uh, yeah, I I did think about that. I'd be like I uh, I'll uh, I'll do charades to see if you can get the answer. But I don't know how I would do charades for a band. I don't know how to even come uh. up with that. <laughs> That's so true because there would be so much like you'd really have they would, people they would have to know it so you can get all the references that you could possibly use. But with a good group of friends, you definitely could. <laughs> I think definitely. I think in person would help a lot because like digitally, it's hard to convey stuff. You know, through charades, I think that would be kind of tough. That's true. <laughs> all right. Well, that segment is done. <laughs> <laughs> And as uh, we're wrapping up this interview, uh, so what are your plans for this year, 2022? 
Ooh, well, 2022, I don't know if you've been feeling it, but I feel like it started off with a bang. <laughs> um, I am, I'm releasing some new music coming up soon. So working on some stuff now, got some stuff in the works. Um, and then I've been writing, I've just wrote a lot the, the rest of 2021 and I'm still writing. Um, so I've got, I've got some tracks that I'm narrowing down for some other projects. That's also coming, <laughs> but also just, you know, any live show that we can get into, we'll see, you know, just how the situation's constantly changing, but you know, I'm hoping that summertime will be good to so do some festivals, more live shows, and then end off just kind of do that all the way through 2022 and just kick ass this year, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love it. I do feel like to me, 2022, I know we're, we're like a couple of days into February, but it already feels like it's been longer than what it was or what it actually is. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And I feel like the first couple of weeks were like recovery from the holidays. <laughs> it's like everyone needed a holiday from the holiday. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because like I know uh, 2020 people didn't really do too much. So like then people went overboard for like the 2021 holidays because like mm. you know, together and new stuff. So I feel you on that. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe 2023 for we'll, we'll like balance it out for then and then we'll be good. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, it's been, it's already been a year so far, at least for me and probably for you as well. So we're just have to see where it goes. I, I, I hope the, the universe calms down a little bit and you know, so we'll just ramp it up and we get like an alien invasion or, you know, whatever. Oh my God. Honestly, after 2020, I don't know how much would surprise us anymore. I think we start taking TikToks with it. <laughs> yes. Well, I feel like the um, the aliens are like show up at Earth and they're like, "What is this TikTok stuff?" And they'll look at it and go, "You know what? We're just gonna keep flying. <laughs> just gonna beam right back. <laughs> See you later." <laughs> We'll find another universe. It's okay. Like, I just saw all that play out. <laughs> There'll probably be a movie about that soon. There probably is. You know, that's my idea. If anyone steals that, then uh, copyrighted right here and now. Exactly. I love it, Matt. This has been incredible. It's been fun. I try to I try to have fun interviews because you know what's the point of having a boring one. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. No, great vibe. And I hope that you don't have to go out back outside today. Stay inside if you can. Uh, I might have to. We'll see. I mean, I did dust my car off last, you know, yesterday. So that was my exercise for today. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. I mean, might have to leave my house. I'm going to try not to. I got a hot chocolate, a space heater and blankets. So I might not. <laughs> That sounds lovely. No, and it's always better when you've dusted the car off ahead of time. It's it's worse the next day when it's all iced over and you're just like sitting there trying to scrape it. <laughs> Clearly some ice trauma over here. <laughs> I think people can tell we, we live in like the Midwest and Northeast because we we, we uh, relate very well to, you know, the, the ice and snow and like you got to do it now or you're not going to be able to do it later. <laughs> Exactly. And then make sure you have your bucket or your grill <laughs> so you can save your spot. <laughs> That's right. Make sure you know, I gotta, I gotta take the grill out. Give me a sec. I gotta save my parking spot. <laughs>
<laughs> oh god, that's too funny. <laughs> All right, uh, as I'm as I'm out this interview, uh, if anyone's interested, where can they find you online? Uh, I am. I'm on all the socials. Um, I have a website. This is Merlin, and on all the socials, this is Merlin thirteen, and you can find me hanging on IG and <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> I, I'll drop some links for that. Uh, your, your website should have been this is Merlin, and then parentheses my actual name. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I could figure that out. <laughs> Maybe I'll just have it pop up on the website first thing, like my actual name. All right, now let's get to the point. <laughs> I'm all I, I'm for that idea, maybe because I just came up with it. <laughs> there you go, and I'll, and I'll leave credit where credit is due. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for hanging out with me here at Super Cool Radio. I had an absolute fun time chatting with you, playing Hall of Fame or not, all that great stuff. So please check out Stream Sport, give a like to Merlin. Check out uh, Dark Matter and make sure to check out uh, all the great stuff she's got in the works for 2022 as well. Thank you so much, Matt. This has been an absolute pleasure. I don't think I stopped laughing the entire time. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm here for. I am here to provide smiles, laughs, and fun. Well, you're doing a great job. <laughs> then my job is complete. For Merlin, I am Matthew Thomas from Super Cool Radio. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Stay frosty. Thank <laughs> you.